There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode six of season one of Happy. Holy and crap. And it just keeps <laughs> weirder and weirder. Oh my god, there's no joke with this thing. It's so weird. So, it had a lot of viewers. Oh yeah. Episode six had a 0.19 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.617 million viewers, making it the 62nd rated cable show for the day. Still well over half a million viewers, so. Some of the stuff that gets tweeted, too, from the show, oh, like, yeah. happy on sci-fi. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Christopher Maloney does chime in here and there. He did. I don't yes. think he answered any of you. But most of the stuff that I posted, the actual, like, happy on sci-fi official would answer me. And some of the stuff was killing me. I'm like, this has got to be their writer's room. Yes, Cause I think it is. They had me rolling. Yes. <laughs> so go ahead and take us into this. All right. Episode six, The Scrapyard of Childish Things. Sax and Happy embark on a lonely journey in which Sax stumbles on a new plan to negotiate for his daughter's release. Happy takes solace in the welcoming arms of another imaginary friend. Okay. The fact that we actually have a support group for imaginary friends. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. And was that like a pile of sticks with eyes? One of those? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. But what was weird, and I know this sounds strange, like they're talking about their friends and it was almost like an AA meeting. Right. And you have Bo Peep there who kind of pipes up about her kid that, that they fade away when they're not believed in anymore, but her kid is pregnant and her water broke and why is Peep still there then? I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they like we see Happy changing. Yes, because he's not his brilliant blue anymore. He's almost gray. Right, because Haley's losing faith. Right, and possibly not believing, and that's why the rest of them are like, okay, this is weird, and we have a weird three-headed dog. Yeah, and he invites Happy back to stay with him. Just you know. Until you can find another kid. It's like, all right, that kind of sounds creepy, but... Yeah. And speaking of creepy... Yeah. Because, of course, Happy decides to go along with the, with the, with it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not quite sure what to call him. No. What was he? Raspberry, I think, was his name. Yeah, Raspberry. What a name. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's say Sax decides now that a very naked... Mikey has shown up in his life that he probably should try to take advantage of this. So what does he do? He takes them to a photo booth. Yeah. Huh? 
Yeah, well, Mikey apparently has been wandering around masturbating a lot, too, and tried to do that until Nick kind of slapped him upside his head. It's like, no, bad Mikey. I was like, he's going to spray him like a cat or something. And all Mikey kept saying was blue. Yeah, as he's dragging him around the city to find this photo booth. Right. I was like, oh, my God, this guy. So, is the password actually blue? That's what I'm thinking it is. I think so, too. That it's the last thing on his mind. Right. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. And how Nick came up with the idea that, yeah, I can't be dragging him around town. Let's take him to a church. Sanctuary. But he he went to find him clothes there, at least. So, I mean, right. there's a bonus. So he's not walking around. Well, we did see him at least covered with newspaper. Right. Right before they went in. Like, all right, well, there's something. Yeah. Yeah, the whole back and forth with the priest and Nick. Yeah, it's like, just hilarious. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> uh, I just need to leave him here for a little bit. It's fine. Don't worry. Totally cool. And uh, it's probably safe. He likes to be tied up like this. It's safer for him. Right. And it's like, uh, okay. Like, what is the priest going to say? It's like, I, I have no words. I'm right. just going to say, okay. Yeah, that's. He was dumbfounded. He didn't know what to do, and yeah, you try to help people, so okay. Oh my gosh, but we had the kids. Yeah. And Smoothie is weird, and I don't understand this, because he was, like, making them all up. Right. How? And this was a question, actually, a conversation that I had online, on Twitter. I'm like, how is he so good at makeup? Because it almost looked like a pageant. Right. Like, Haley was in those crazy, like, child pageant clothes and super hair, like, super big cheerleader hair. And, like, right. All the makeup. All the kids were done up. And I'm like, how did he get so good at the makeup and the clothes and everything? And one of the thoughts that came up is what if his, quote, unquote, legitimate job is like an undertaker? Right. So he knows how to put on the makeup to make the bodies look okay. And that's a way for him to be able to get rid of bodies, too. Yes, I am 100% behind that idea because there's too many things that add up. He seems to like to cut people up. A little too much. A little too much, exactly. But that would be something that he would do during his day job. Yeah, so it was just kind of weird. And it's like, huh, I wonder if we're ever going to find that out. Right, don't know. Uh, but the kids are all sitting there in the school looking super so obedient. Standing on their Desk. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were standing there first. Yeah, on top of their desk as he's walking around inspecting them, and you just kind of go, <laughs> Yeah, there were some weird costumes in that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One boy's dressed up like a nutcracker, and yeah, you just go, okay, is this something that Smoothie is doing on his own, or is this kind of what Mr. Boss Bug is expecting from the delivery is that these kids will be looking like this. And Boss then you, bug. <laughs> <laughs> then you get even more worried that, yes, these people are, that are getting this, these children are going to not be good people and do horrible things to these children. Yeah. Let's hope that they're all found beforehand because I don't want to think about that. Right. So we head off to another school. One in which kids are performing a nativity play. 
And sure enough, one of the kids that is in it happens to be Mr. Blue's son. Who he wasn't feeling. Yeah. (laughs) And his daddy, of course, is in the audience. And this is great because Nick sneaks up behind him and starts talking to him. And and Blue will say something and the parents will go, shh. And Nick turns (laughs) and and says, I love that, dude. It's like, what? Like he's telling the person across the aisle from him to shut up, even though he's the one talking. Right. <laughs> but basically, he wants to cut a deal with Blue. He says, give me Haley, and I'll give you Mike. As he pulls out the photos from the photo booth that he took of him and Mike. Yeah. I think he was a little surprised as were we when we first seen Mikey. After yes. Dating. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm not real sure how he's alive or if he really is alive. I don't know what he is right now. I know, because that was pretty weird what happened next with Mike. Right. Yeah, because he comes out of his days and makes his way out of the chair and into the confessional chamber. Yeah, just kind of chilling there waiting for the priest to come. Yeah. And so the priest walks in and wants him to confess. And I thought we were about to go the exorcist on this. Oh, side. God. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> Mikey starts spouting Latin all about his sins and using some demonic jargon. And, and a creepy I, tone. Yes. And his eyes start to glow red. I know. I was like, what the hell is the Mikey? Then is he not really Mikey? No, I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. So did the weird witch lady end up with her weird issue? I'm not talking about it. But like bring back something that's not quite Mikey, but maybe a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think instead of bringing Mikey's spirit home, all it's going to do, all it's doing is bringing his body home. And whatever evil spirit decided to hitch a ride did. Ooh. So this is going to be a whole nother set of issues to have to deal with, I'm afraid. Interesting. See, I didn't think about that at all. Right. And, well, Happy gets to his new home, and, oh, geez, it's Blue's house. Yeah, I'm like, oh, crap, what does this mean? Yeah, and little mister, I want to be a um, hitman, too, is just as creepy. Because the very first thing they have Happy do is play a little Russian roulette. Yeah, with another imaginary friend. A handful of them. Well, it was like Pirate Pancake or whatever. Yeah, you had the pancake and then you had one other one at least. Oh no, that was, well, Raspberry was there, but the other one was up on the wall. Oh, okay. The frog. Yeah. Well, that was a little later. He found all on the what, about 15 of them on the wall? Yeah, just all this They're, weird stuff. Yeah. But fortunately, uh, Happy's turn at the gun was a safe yeah. one. But, of course, Mr. Pancake fa- Face did not survive. And the weird, like, brain popped out. I'm like, what in the hell are we watching? <laughs> yeah, totally kid, kid stuff. Right, and... Happy's getting a little concerned about this, and he's still getting darker and darker. Yeah. Dirtier and dirtier. It's 
he's not looking anything like himself. He looks more like Nick. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was just, oh, it was just creepy with this little kid. Because then, of course, you know, Happy runs and he goes in the room. And that's when he sees all the other imaginary friends. So I'm wondering, do they all look like stuffed animals to his family? Or is it like only because the kid still believes in them that they're there? I don't understand that part. That's a really good question. Because Humpty Dumpty looked like it had been patched up. And that was the only way that he was able to talk to Happy. So I'm not sure. I guess it could be that they all look like stuffed animals on the wall. Yeah, that doesn't worry mom at all? Yeah, well, after seeing his mom, I don't think his mom really cares about too much of anything but her money. Ah. Lifestyle. Well, we had other weird shit happening up in the kitchen anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we cut over to Isabella's, and she and the other members of the um, reality show and the old woman and the camera crew are all there. And, of course, there's a lot of sniping going on between the women about the minstrel marinara sauce yeah that's gross yeah yeah and the whole back and forth was like oh what you're not gonna eat it why don't you try it and the one's like oh it's actually not bad yeah Yeah, sorry i'm gonna have to pass but apparently whatever's happening whatever weird juju suddenly we see mikey and he starts sniffing yes and then he turns around and starts walking a different way and ends up knocking on the front door. I was like, what the hell? Okay, did that actually work? That was weird. But weirder yet, when you have the old gypsy witch woman. Yes. Scream. It's like, you're the one who said we had to do this crap. Right. I don't think she expected it to work. <laughs> like, I half expect, like, the next episode, because that's the last time we see them. She's going to be like, that was just like hot sauce. I didn't think, right. you know, something. <laughs> that was weird. And the fact that she freaked out, you'd think the rest of them would freak out. Right. But a whole different kind of freak out happens instead, because we're back with Smoothie and the kids. Yes. And Smoothie gets a call, and he says he understands. And so he immediately announces that whoever admits that they're Haley... We'll be able to go home. Yeah. And one little girl stands up and says, I'm Haley. And, of course, he asks, what's your dad's name? And she immediately sits down. Yeah. And then he was going to start smacking everybody's hands with the ruler. with the ruler. Man, Uh old school nun right there. Yep. And Haley's like, Nick. His name is Nick. And Smoothie, being Smoothie and so kind. Oh, wait, no. He's like, oh, your dad's dead. Nobody's right. coming for you. And she, like, spit at him, which was gross. Yes. Because he seemed face. really into it. He's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he enjoyed that. Yeah, that was meh. But I don't know, because he leaves, and everyone's like, what are we going to do? And Haley looks out the fake window and sees what looks like outside. She's like, we just got to get through here. And, like, the one kid's, like, keeps saying, no, we just need to sit here. I thought Haley was going to smack the hell out of him. Yep. Because she just looked like, are you serious? Yes. 
<laughs> so they break out the window and take off running. Get out of here. They take off running. We actually, one of the kids, like, here, use this to climb over. It's like, oh, okay. See, not all of them are little buttheads. Yeah. They take off running, and it's not actually outside. No. It's a production set. Which is, again, creepy. What the hell are you doing with these kids? Yeah. And, of course, Moody comes back and catches them outside of the classroom, and he seems ecstatic. Right. They have been misbehaving because he can't kill them, but that doesn't mean he can't hurt them. And basically, they all take off running except the one kid who didn't want to do it anything in the first place. Right. And that kid just beat his pants. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if Smoothie was happy that the kid was so freaked out because he was smiling, or if it's like, okay, I get to hurt kids. Like, I don't and know I what it was. To, yeah, I get to inflict pain. I enjoy that. Oh, he really is creep-tastic. Yes, he is. He's fantastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy is amazing at his portrayal of Smoothie, because you feel like he's that creepy. Ugh. So we get to Blue's house, and it's time for Let's Make a Deal. Nick shows up, and of course... Neither man has what they promised the other. Eh, of course not. Of course not. But, of course, Blue did bring some extra muscle, and Nick's outnumbered, and I think he had a backup plan, but even the backup plan failed to execute, because I think he had some dynamite in the trunk that was going to be his distraction, allowing him to get away, but it wouldn't go off. So he gets tased and knocked out, they're about to kill him right there out in the street, and Blue goes, not in front of the homeowners association. Right. Take him into the garage. He was kind of pissed. He's like, what are you, yeah. are you stupid? Yeah. And yeah, they really were. Yeah. And one who was so taken with Nick, <laughs> he's like, are you kidding? This is Nick Sachs. And I'm like, the best. They're like, yeah. He takes a selfie with him. And Nick's like, uh, guys, why don't you put down some tarps? Yeah, otherwise you're going to be cleaning up this garage. It's like, all right, you have the hitman, former cop, telling you guys how to basically kill him and not have a bunch of crap everywhere. Right. Okay, not weird at all. So, of course, Nick continues shooting off his mouth, but doing it a little louder. And, of course... Because they're in the same house, it alerts Happy of his whereabouts. Yeah, which Happy had a whole different attitude all of a sudden. Yeah. Happy pulled the Nick Sacks. Yes. And I was super surprised that they did this. I don't know why at this point right. I'm surprised <laughs> with anything. But Happy ends up killing Raspberry like with his horn, man. He just right. gorges the other... Imaginary friend. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then he like, he's covered with imaginary friend blood. Yeah. And he looks at the kid and the kid takes off running. Yeah. Screaming. <laughs> so it's like, oh good, the door is open. So Happy follows him out and somehow makes it over to Nick. But after, at this moment, like Nick is about to die because he's. Right. How is he getting out of this basically? Yes. But somehow the kid takes off running out into the garage because that makes sense. But whatever. Yes. And, and mom comes running out. 
Lou's wife in nothing but a towel. Yeah. What the hell is happening? But this stops yeah. all the other guys long enough for Nick to end up taking care of everything. Yeah, pulling the rug right out from underneath them. <laughs> so the whole time Nick is taking out these guys, and it's some like serious taking out, although the guys kind of took it themselves out. The one right. ends up grabbing a chainsaw. Really? A chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick throws the one guy into him, and that guy ends up falling on the chainsaw guy. So what happens? Chainsaw falls into the guy holding the chainsaw. So now the yeah. both of those guys are done. Takes everybody out. Runs over to Happy and looks at the kid. He's like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking is, what the hell is the mom thinking right now? Right. Because she's not seeing Happy unless, who knows, maybe she's on heavy drugs and she does. But, right. like, you see all of this happen where, as far as we know, they've been pretty removed from Lou's business. Right. Like, I can see her going in and being like, what the hell were you doing? You had them doing that in the garage? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's still a mess to clean up oh, in the garage. Oh, that's a horrible mess at this point. Because Nick wasn't going to care. No. <laughs> oh, man. But Happy, you know, is like, yeah, yay, we did it. And Nick's like, ah, oh, crap. Listen, listen, I don't do speeches. Our family motto, I can't remember what it was, but it was like no intimacy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to say this once. So listen, I believe in you. And Happy's like, what? And he holds up a sign and this is partners and <laughs> Nick kind of flicks it, which cracked me yeah. up. Yeah. So get your shit together. And then all of a sudden yeah, Happy's we like, have yes. a job to finish. <laughs> Happy's like, yeah, we got to save Haley. And so he's all blue again because Nick is believing in him now more right. more than Haley. And I think Happy's kind of believing in himself. Aw. Yes. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you look back at the kid, the kid's just like all wide eyed with like, okay, first all these people just died in here in front of me. And that dude's talking to an imaginary friend. How can he right. see that? Right. Like that kid's going to need therapy. He needed therapy already. No, true. He's he going to need more. Yeah, he's, yeah. You just might as well lock him up now. He's going to need more therapy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this was crazy. Yes. We are really bolting down to the finale quickly, and it just, each episode is more insane than the one before it, and it's, I love it. It's just insane crazy, and it's Great. Yeah, it's pretty much head first into crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys think about the show? Shoot us an email. Let us know what you think at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and all the other platforms that you're listening to us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. And tell your friends, because you know you want them to watch this. Oh, yeah. Because this is crazy. But... For this insane episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. We ain't even in the same zip code as reality. And until next time.